Hey everybody, I'm Alan. I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan at the movies. Um, so it's it's February. I mean, it's not, but it is. And what February generally leads to, and I, I've talked about it on the show before, uh, it's basically trying to catch up on all of the Oscar buzz movies that you think could be nominated, that are being pushed hard to be nominated, um, and trying to get a feel for those heading into the actual nominations being announced later this month. Um, because we're just in a lull where nothing is coming out. There. I looked at what was coming out for the last two weeks to try and find something to go see new in the theater, and there was nothing. And there was nothing really interesting to me, so it was hard to get me motivated to go see a movie, which is really hard to do. Uh, partially, I guess you could blame that on the pandemic, because they haven't had time maybe to make a lot of movies. It's also, this is a traditional dead zone. It is what it is. And so, but in looking at it, again, like I said, this is when you watch your Oscar contenders, the ones that you think could possibly get into that cut, make that cut, uh, that, that are really good and dramatic mood pieces. Um, and today I was inspired to go watch, I had three movies in mind that I wanted to watch, uh, make a decision on, and, uh, all three of them sort of fall into a category of, I'm assuming that they're going to be nominated for something, um, and the movie that won out is, uh, the new Guillermo del Toro movie, uh, Nightmare Alley. Which I I was I was just I just typed this out, but I want I don't understand how my brain works or why I am wired the way I am, but I can't get behind or excited about a Wes Anderson movie where he does the same thing. Everything looks the same. It's all very kitschy and cute. And just sort of just twee to to the extreme. Uh, but Guillermo del Toro does his steampunk gross. Everything is slimy and dirty and kind of disgusting and weird. And I am like, please, sir, may I have some more? And I'm super excited to watch it. Um, like, the idea of this movie, where, and the cast of this movie, just, it screams Alan's gonna watch this movie and love this movie. And I've been thinking about seeing it for the last two months, because it came out in January, or in December. Uh, and... Finally got the time to go see it today, and because I love, I love literally everything about this movie, uh, uh, or at least about this, like 
on paper, on paper, I love everything about this movie. Um, you've got Bradley Cooper, love. Kate Blanchett, love. Rooney Mara, love. Tony Collette, love. Willem Dafoe, love. Ron Perlman, love. Richard Jenkins, underrated and love. Uh, uh, you get Mary Steenburgen, love. Like, there's so much in this cast that just resonates so much and like hooks me. You get crime thriller, and I, I really enjoy a, a neo noir, um, Chinatown esque vibes in a movie. Uh, I don't get Chinatown necessarily from this. The the era in which it's set, like the early 40s, um, like it's definitely the era that Guillermo del Toro loves uh, and is drawn from with his Art Deco sort of stylings because he does a lot of the same things that he did in A Shape of Water uh, in the set direction and the art design. Uh, with this movie, just in a different sense. And it's basically the story of this guy, um, played by Bradley Cooper, who finds himself sort of on the road, on the lamb, running from his past that we don't know anything really about. And he makes his way into the carnival, and then builds his way up through the carnival into uh, developing a mysticism act and uh, and then how his pride and and greed um, overwhelm him uh, and and are his ultimate downfall. Uh, and it's just, it's a beautiful story from, of that perspective. The telling of that story is really interesting to watch, uh, through the world of the carnival and the carnival barkers and where you can watch and physically see the moments where he is getting in over his head, um, where he's making these decisions that he absolutely, you know, aren't the right decision, but you can also sense and understand why he would make them. And, and like, as it unravels and you learn about him and his, in his development and his, and his rise in power, um, and leading to his ultimate downfall. And it just, I can't say enough about how much I love this movie. It's very long, uh, and it feels long. It It's paced really slow. Uh, and it doesn't have a ton of big action set pieces. It doesn't have a ton of excitement to it. So if you want that sort of thing, especially if you're triggered... Del Toro stuff is a Hellboy, is a Pacific Rim. Um, I don't think this is going to be your Del Toro. 
I don't think this is going to be the one for you, but uh, I love... I just love the quirky and weird of it, uh, and it just, I don't know, it hooked me, and watching it, and seeing it develop, and learning, and the tips, and tricks, and the, uh, the inner workings of a circus from an honest perspective, and, and, like, just watching everything, like, like, the steps that it takes and the way it travels full circle um, was just I it, it's it's I thought it was a beautiful movie I I don't think it's gonna win any awards uh, in, partially because so many other really great movies came out around it I do think Bradley Cooper's gonna get a nomination. Uh, I do think Del Toro could get nominated for director. Um, I mean, there's 10 Best Picture movie spots, so it could get nominated for it, but I don't see it winning. Um, so it just, in general, the movie itself, like, I, I, as much as I don't care about spoilers, I don't want to say too much about the movie because of like the the way the story is told so much is trap like because you're dealing with somebody who's like carnival shows right and carnival barking and seeing what's happening behind the screens you're not supposed to see what's happening behind it you're not you're supposed to be distracted by everything that's happening around it and a lot of what the movie does it does that like it it shows you one thing while the machinations of what's happening behind the story are moving in a, in a way to get you somewhere else uh, or to make you sort of like you, I get a sense when I'm watching the movie, like I said, that I am that like he's making bad decisions and and whatnot, but you also do have a tendency, in some instances, to get sucked into the what's happening, and when you, like, so you don't quite catch those pieces, so it, uh, it doesn't unravel before it gets to the part where it's supposed to. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it just... Like, I loved the, like, the different characters where you have, like, you have Rooney Mara's character, right? Who's lived in the circus, who knows the circus, who's bit, not, uh, not circus, excuse me, like a traveling freak show, I guess is what it really is. Uh, um, like, she's lived that life. She, but also when you... Like, her whole thing is getting electrocuted. And what's interesting about it is, like, she knows exactly what she can take. She understands what's happening, and she will take what she can, what she needs 
and no less and no more. Like she does not overindulge. She does not care about the things she just wants. Uh, she just wants love and she just wants a simple, simple life. Meanwhile, you have Bradley Cooper's character who it seems from the very beginning is all about wanting more um, for every step along the way uh, and and never knowing where his limits really are or never really believing that he has any because he's so full of his own like desires and wants and wishes that he doesn't consider the world that's happening around him. And watching that downfall is really fascinating to watch. The differences between those two characters, um, and, and like, if he had just, you know, if he had just been content and happy with, with what he had, everything could have been okay. And instead of, of, of being content and honest and, and just not buying into his own bullshit, it costs him and, and whatnot. And it just, it's a fascinating tale of that. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I do. I love it. Um, like I said, it's a little long, so I can't give it a, I can't give it a five. I do love it. Side note, uh, with how often Bradley Cooper is wearing a hat, I kind of, if they ever did recast an Indiana Jones, Bradley Cooper is my pick for Indiana Jones. They'll never recast Indy because they can't. But if they ever did, Bradley Cooper. Just a just a thought. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna throw that at the tail end of the podcast where I've talked way too much about it and not spoiled it, but still spoiled it. Um, and just say, yeah, I'm gonna give this movie four, four out of five. Uh, you should watch it at some point. You doesn't have to be in a theater. Um, be safe. Be smart. Um, I am glad that I saw it in the theater. And the like, I don't know. To me, like, I saw it. I saw it on a Monday at two thirty in the afternoon. Nobody was in the theater with me. It's fine, but. I, I wouldn't go see, a, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about a crowded movie theater, unless, you know, everyone's vaccinated and all of that. Anyway, beside the point, um, watch the movie. Whenever you get a chance to see it, I think if you're ever in the mood for something moody and dark, uh, give it a watch, for sure. Um... Everything like I would, uh, I I wouldn't, I would be surprised if Defoe wasn't nominated for a supporting role. Uh, and there's a lot going on 
and there. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. This has been Alan at the Movies. Uh, you can rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, mostly on Apple, though. Uh, they don't do reviews on Spotify. Um, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You already know that, because if you're listening to this, you probably already did. Um, and email me at alan.brand at gmail.com uh, and tell me what movies I should watch. You should also... Uh, coming up, I don't know when it's going to actually happen, but uh, in, I think, a couple weeks, finally, uh, I am going to be recording an episode of The Dow of 205, which is a podcast that my friends Jer and, and, uh, and Lowell, and I can't call him my friend because I've never actually met him, but uh, their friend Bart do, uh, where they talk about podcast, talk, uh, they don't talk about podcasts. They talk about other things. Uh, I'm going to be on their show. Uh, and, uh, interesting enough, we're going to be talking about spoilers. So, uh, I look forward to it. Uh, you should find that. I will share it in my feeds when I'm on it. Um, either way, uh, also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Alan at the movies, um, where you can keep up tracks, uh, keep track of what I have watched. And, uh, other than that, I will see you guys the next time I watch a movie. Bye-bye.